Hey fellas, you know the best way to stay fresh, to stay clean, to smell your best is to get Manscaped. Whether you're using that Lawn Mower 3.0, you're using that de-shaping deodorant, whether you're using the spritzer, you're wearing the most comfortable pair of boxers you've ever worn in your life. Manscaped's got the hookup for you and you can use that promo code DNVR20 for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast presented by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use that promo code DNVR20. You'll get 20% off that CBD infused, deliciously rich, potentially life altering Strava Craft Coffee. I am your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, is our beat writer, Patrick Lyons. And on today's show, those of you joining us for the live who are not the live, but the video here, because we're not going live. But if you're seeing us on YouTube, you see we're looking a little bit different because we have got to talk bets. We got to talk bets. And that means the guys from DNVR bets. You know, we've got that DraftKings Sportsbook app sponsor. Make sure that you've got them downloaded. If you're not into gambling, it's not really your thing. Stick with us today. This is also basically going to be a prediction podcast episode for your Colorado Rockies and for the Major League Baseball season. Who we think is going to do what to the extent that we may even be willing to put our money where our mouths are. And to make sure that we don't make too many stupid mistakes when we do that, we've got to welcome in, Patrick, the team from DNVR Bets, the one and only, or the two and only, RK and Professor Dre, the math magician. Guys, welcome in. How are you? We're doing great, man. Uh, it's great to be with you, except for the part where you said we're going to stop people from making dumb decisions with their money. That's We specialize in helping That's people right. make dumb decisions. Excellent. <laughs> one way or another we're going to be making some decisions with some money today we're going to have a whole lot of fun with this thing uh just another way really to preview the mlb season it's great to have you guys on we know that uh you love yourselves some baseball though you don't often get an opportunity to talk about it so it's great to have you along let's start with the big one we talked about this on your show let's get it out of the way already anybody gonna go out on a limb and take the under on the rockies to 26 and a half ball games that's it's a little bit low patrick you, you were giving us the rundown what you remind people about what that equates out to there yeah, so every game is worth 2.7 games or 2.7 wins or losses so any number you've you've got you know, take the over, don't take the fraction. So for the Rockies, we're looking at 26 and a half is the over under number. So they have to win 27 games in order uh, for you to win that bet or more. 27 times 2.7. Of course, we, we've we all learned our multiplication in school. We, we 
Once you learn the whole numbers, you learn all the decimals. Okay, yeah, I'm with you. If you know your 2.7 times tables, you know that it's 72.9. So that means ultimately 73 wins is what the Rockies need to do. And even if you don't believe in this club, you better believe that they're going to get 73 wins on a normal 162-game season. So I'll say it right there. That's one that you want to hit the over on. Rockies 26.5 dubs. Yeah, you know, Andre and I, uh, in our very first show ever, we had a prop from uh, DraftKings Sportsbook that had the Broncos over under set at six and a half. And I was like, oh, this is right, right. this is stealing. And, and we, we've talked about that bet a bunch of times uh, since then. And, and that prop has gone away. But that's kind of how I feel about this one. I feel like it's almost yeah. like it's built in here to entice uh, around you know, there's a little bit of negative action on this, meaning um, you have to give up a little bit of juice. It's minus 118 when you bet on it, which tells you that the sports book themselves even think that they're going a little low on this. Uh, and I think this is an opportunity for, for the rest to really get over this. I mean, I think that that this is a, a 500 ball club. Uh, if you're in the season through, you know, 100 simulations, I think you might end up pretty close to them averaging 30 wins. Um, and, you know, with all the things we talked about in terms of a short season and um, what might come with that, and the Rockies obviously are, are known for starting well and maybe tapering off over time, a lot of things break in their favor, in my opinion here. So I, I'll just be honest, I already crushed the over on this. Uh, and, and I think it's going to be a fun one to follow that the Rockies could get, you know, a lot sooner than people expect. Yeah, funny that RK brings up the Broncos. That, of course, was a bit of a, an offer from DraftKings, too. So not yeah, necessarily so. totally national disrespect. So is this but, just not official. <laughs> <laughs> but because this makes me think of the Nuggets are also the only team that's in the playoffs already in the West that has their over under in these final eight regular season games set at under four wins. Um, again, for a team that's over 500 and one of the better top three seed in the West right now. So you got to factor that in. Sometimes it's, you know, public money and sometimes it's public perception. And I think that's some of what we got with the uh, going on with the Rockies right now is that, yeah, they shouldn't be this much lower than like a club like the Padres, which is getting overrated at 30 and a half. Just because, look, this is largely the same roster. And I don't need to tell you guys that went to the playoffs two years, um, two years ago and two years in a row. You still have the arguably the best trio of starters on the roster and a closer that, look, I'm far from the biggest Wade Davis fan, but. It, the number of saves he's had the last few years aren't arguable as well. He's somewhat of a guarantee, especially maybe in a shorter season. Now, where they're getting this number is, yeah, public perception. And they're scared off by that run differential, which is how a lot of these numbers are calculated. That minus 123 last season was really ugly. And uh, when you average that out and uh, use some of the metrics we're able to use uh, and some of the old Bill James um win estimates here that puts the Rockies at if they were exactly on the pace they were last year to be right around 25 wins but I think we all agree given a, th a larger sample of the last three seasons that the Rockies aren't exactly that team we saw last year but that's the one factor that should give you some pause is last year's run differential everything else on paper or otherwise should really indicate to this being an easy easy over 
Yeah, only 71 wins last year, of course. That's less than 73. But go back even further than that. Go past that 2017 wild card season because in 2016, before they were the Rockies we know them to be today, they had 75 wins. So again, three of the last four years, they've hit that over. Last year was more the aberration than anything else. Yeah, and I think the other part of the public perception thing that Dre is talking about are the players who everyone listens to this podcast knows. There's the unreliability of a national audience to believe in a player like Ryan McMahon or Jairo Diaz, even mm -hmm. Rymel Tapia, uh, Garrett Hampson, Brendan Rodgers, even a Tony Walters is not somebody they think of as an impact player. Right. But I'll, I'll give you probably the biggest example of all of them. Some of you saw me kind of on Twitter, dunk or whatever, on on. That Yahoo article writing about Daniel Bard and mentioning the back end of the Rockies bullpen, and they completely forgot about Scott Ober. <laughs> the That's best reliever they have. <laughs> by far. Um, mm -hmm. The inclination to forget that Scott Oberg exists is, is why the public perception <laughs> on this team is is low. Uh, maybe that's what DraftKings did here. You know, <laughs> I thought they might move the lineup a little bit because I had figured they had baked in a couple games that were cost by Brian Shaw and Jake McGee. Now that those guys are out of the way, I thought they might move the lineup a little bit. It's going to well, be 27 and a half, 28 and a half now that <laughs> Sean McGee. It maybe takes him a couple days. Get in on that bet now. Do those guys have negative wars? Yes. yes. Right. Okay, yes, there we go. That James Pazos and Tyler McKin uh, Tyler Kinley will be better than Jake McGee and Brian Shaw. That's at least worth a game. I, mean, I would say so. Yeah. So <laughs> Uh, getting away from that in particular and going to the other the other big one, the other big picture, people want to know, what's the line? What do I get? What happens? If I'm a true believer, I think this is the year because I think the Rockies will win the World Series because it won't count in some people's minds. They'll get an asterisk. Or maybe I think that, man, they got a lot of superstar talent on this team that's never won the big one. They got veterans and young players alike. They got very few people opting out. They appear to be relatively health healthy they've got a ton to prove and they're all trying to prove to their superstar player that they can be a tight-knit unit going forward i think the rockies are going to win the world series is that a bet that makes sense for anybody okay so the oh, no um <laughs> start thank you good start uh, good, good night intro. everybody thanks for coming on the show guys it was good uh, so you can get the rockies to win the world series at 150 to 1 and here's where there might be – you might have some interest in this. Do I think the Rockies are going to win the World Series? I certainly don't. But if they make the playoffs, then this 150-1 to 1 is going to go down significantly, of course. And yes. when the playoffs begin, uh, the I don't know. What do you think, Dre? The Rockies might be all the way down to 20-1 to 1 to win the World Series if they just get in the door? Yeah, right. right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if, if that's, not lower. If not lower. If that's the case, what Dre and I have learned over time is that DraftKings will try to buy you out of that bet. Yes. Because let's say you put $100 on this 150 to 1. Well, you're in for quite a large payout. Uh, and DraftKings doesn't wa wants to mitigate some of their risk. Mm -hmm. So they might offer you 30 to 1. I, I, I'm, I'm just right. spitballing here. But if the Rockies got in, they might say, look, 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 we'll give you – We'll give you, you know, a small fraction of that just to buy you out of the bet. That's where you might uh, be interested in taking this bet. If you think the Rockies are going to make the playoffs, 
you might end up with some really good value mm-hmm. on this. And the truth is, depending on how you're feeling about the team when they get in, the further they go, the bigger that number is going to get. So you got to get out at the right time. Yeah. Um, if you're, or you just hold on and hope that they win the whole thing. But that's where this is intriguing: is that the number is so high that certainly, if they get in the playoffs, DraftKings is going to want to get you out of that ticket. Yeah, that's the beauty of they're, the old payout. The teams that are uh, at the same payout or worse: Giants, Marlins, oh. Orioles, Tigers, Royals, Mariners. They are not in the same league as the Colorado Rockies, no. and yet the payout is going to be fifteen hundred dollars or more. So you would get more, but there's no way that that those teams should really be in the same league as Colorado. So that I like how you're thinking and how you're framing that one, RK. Is that you know what? Even if you don't believe they're going to win the World Series, if you believe they're going to make somewhat of a run, that's just an investment to say you know what? You can tap out and say. You know, they've yet to win a World Series game in 27 years, right? They got swept by the Red Sox in 07. Maybe, maybe you don't like like their 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 mojo for for that. And it, there's some kind of curse on this franchise. But you know what? If they get to the World Series, as RK said, you can take that payout and you can still you know make some serious bank on that bet in two months' time. Heck, Two months. I mean, yeah. it, even if the Rockies got out to like a ten and zero start, you might have some uh, a buyout <laughs> offered there. That's true. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's the the beauty is it is at a hundred and fifty to one. It is decent value. The, they have value. the Rockies as the seventh worst team in the MLB. They are not that. They're not the 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 seventh least likely to reach the World Series. They're probably more like the tenth or twelfth or fifteenth. You know, more yeah. in that range. So yeah, you are getting some decent value. All right. Well, I want to get to some on the field stuff. They call them prop bets, I suppose. But for us, on the field means it's time to crack open a Breckenridge brew. That's what we do here when we're getting on the field, watching a little bit of baseball on TV, which we are finally mercifully going to be able to do with these first couple of exhibition games. And then, of course, you know you've got opening day coming up on Friday. There is nothing, and I mean nothing in the world, that accompanies a baseball game better than a Breckenridge brew. You know, I have been just slamming the Mile High City Copper Lager as of late. If you're not sure whether or not that's your thing, get the 15-can sampler pack. 15-can packs are, objectively, three better than 12-can packs. Whether or not you're getting them delivered to you or getting the curbside pickup from Davidson, swinging by a local King Supers, or going the best route, which is to go down to the farmhouse. Call them between noon and 8 p.m. at 303-803-1380 and use code DNVR to save five bucks off the beer and the meal. Absolutely delicious food, even more delicious beer. And finally, finally, you can pair it with the game of baseball. Trey, let's get on the field with some prop bets Patrick gave us one a couple of weeks ago, uh, had us with uh, well, uh, Trevor's story. I can't remember now if it was a couple yeah. weeks ago, a week ago, mm-hmm. to, to, to whatever. Who cares? Time is, has been irrelevant for a long time. Now that there's actual sports, we can start marking the days on our calendar again. Oh, They'll yes. actually have meaning and stuff. Uh, Trevor's story to lead the league in runs, I thought was a, was a really interesting one. Yeah. Uh, what, where's the, is the line still the same place on that one? Plus 3,000. Looks like it yeah. hasn't moved yeah. much. Yeah, how do you guys like that one? Yeah, that's intriguing. Where is he going to be hitting in the lineup? I think second. Oh, see, that changes everything. Is is it Dahl, 
Story Blackman or Blackman Story Doll. And but then you're Arnado f- 4. You're fine with it. any of those. Right. As long as he's in front of Nolan, you're, you like this bet. <laughs> right. You know? Like, right. if all of a sudden yeah. they're going to move Nolan to 3 and him to 4, well, now you're kind of in trouble. Yeah. Um, but as long as he's hitting at the top of the lineup, you really like this bet. And with yep. the ad, with the DH, obviously in, in the National League now, and in, in, in all games in MLB for this season, that means Story is going to be getting to the plate that many more times, you know, over the course of a three-game series. So, boom, final at bat as he hits a home run, where normally that would have been, you know, the final out made by a, a pinch hitter. Let's say, uh, same thing if he walks, yep. he's going to have more opportunities uh, to to score those runs because the DH is going to allow. Two slider, baby. Then that's right. Gonna... The lineup's just going to keep turning over, and it's just going to give him more opportunities to score when on base. So that's another one of those reasons why you say, wow, the DH is going to really change some of my bets and really going to benefit me in a major way. A couple other things, or just two more things I guess I would add to that. Trevor Story, really good base runner. Trevor Story, very fast, underratedly fast. Yes. Yes. The year the DH came to Coors Field. Also, it's, it's a run-scoring right. environment. I don't know if you've heard. Yeah, and sandwiching him in between two all-stars doesn't help either at the top yeah, of the lineup. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. That's pretty nice. Um, yeah, I like that. Man, I wish we had uh, an NL-specific one. And we'd yeah. be losing quite a bit of value, obviously. Um, yeah. But still, that there I'd really get kind of bullish on this. Um, because, yeah, I, I think you guys make some awesome points there. That's um, plus 3,000. That's uh, jeez, I, yeah. I, I need to get my ducks in a row and place a lot of these futures before the season starts Thursday. I need to like, I need a calendar reminder. Are there uh, there there are a few others? You know, Nolan to to lead the league in home runs. We've looked over some of these before. Are there any that are more out of the box, or any of these more safe picks that that you like from a, a Rocky specific standpoint? I mean, there's so many of these that are intriguing from a Rocky Mm -hmm. standpoint. Obviously, what's scary is that we know that players have like can have like 15 game slumps in an MLB season, and if if a guy that you bet on has that here, like you're done. Um, But also, you know, a guy like Nolan Arenado can be hot for 60 games or a a considerable amount of 60 games. Maybe it's 45. He's hot. Um, So. I mean, just looking like, yes, he's the favorite here, but you're still getting 12 to 1 on him to lead the league in RBI. We just talked about this. Look at the guys in front of him. Dahl, Story, Blackman. Like, there's going to be ducks on the pond for this guy. So uh, that one intrigues me. I mean, you can really go through all of these and just start, like, uh, really talking yourself into the the hits, home runs, um, especially like you mentioned. I just think – Things can get super corsy. I just have a feeling um, that this season, this is going to get really corsy. And it's going to be really entertaining for us. It's probably not going to help Drew as he tries to fight the good fight against that narrative. <laughs> but I, I, I kind of like the idea of betting on offense at Coors Field this year. Yeah, if, if you want to talk about corsy, we mentioned this on, on Monday's podcast, is that you know the hit leader over the last three seasons from 2017 to 2019 is Charlie Blackman. 577 hits. Next is 10. 10 after him is Whit Merrifield. You got Nolan Arenado third. DJ LeMahieu is fourth for most Ooh. amount of hits in the past three seasons. So you obviously a trend there. I don't remember. Hey, <laughs> DJ LeMahieu. Nah, don't worry I don't, about it. I've blanked it from my. But you know the name Daniel Murphy, don't you? 
<laughs> so Charlie Blackman, 33 to 1 odds to be the hit leader this year. So if you believe he's back from COVID-19, and he might yeah. not even necessarily need to be back, but the fact that he's just an Ironman that goes out there, knows the confines of Coors Field, it's the largest outfield in the game. All right. you need is a ground ball with eyes, a dinker, a dunker. Defense anymore. So that's my question, and that I'm is the you. big value here to me. Is he... Is he going to be the DH on most nights? Right. Where does Matt Kemp work into the situation? It sounds like it, it's going to be a roaming thing uh, that Matt Kemp is going to be in there, I think, against lefties primarily. I think he's just at the start. He's your DH against lefties. Mm. Uh, I I do think they like the idea of Murphy there at first. I mean, they've been very bullish on the return of Charlie Blackman from before maybe they even knew what they were talking about. Um, but still, it, it's he's he's looked great since he's come back, and I think they very much want Daniel Murphy to be the DH, slide Ryan McMahon over to first base, and then we still don't know 100%. Every time we ask Bud Black about second base, he gives us three names, Garrett Hampson, Brendan Rodgers, and Chris Owings. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think, you know, he's been open to, and, and I think this is great, and, and maybe, you know, be careful about this with individual player stuff, but guys will stay in the lineup moving people around. I don't think, you know, I think whoever gets the most DH opportunities will probably be at, like, say, 60% of the mm. time. And then the rest of it will be spread between other players. But I guess even then, it, I like this Charlie Blackman bet at 33-1 to 1 because – of the fact that he's not going to have a whole season of wear and tear on his body from the course field outfield. Um, At the most, he's going to have half of a half season, a half of a third of a season, which I think is one sixth is what I'm getting to. Very Uh, good. Mr. Conningsberg. Calculator back out. Oh goodness. Which that to me is enticing. You know, he's going to be, his body will be fresh uh, for these 60 games. And we know that that man can hit. Yeah, he sure can. Yeah, could get off to a good start because the Rangers in that opening series, they've only got one lefty, Mike Miner, on Saturday start to go against them. So even if they want to just give him a day off against lefties and just start him Friday and Sunday again to, to slowly wean him uh, back in on, on the field or in the lineup, you have that opportunity. Now, I've got one. Go for it, Ryan. Okay, I've got one. Uh, so DraftKings just today came out with a, um, I guess this would be a special for Rockies baseball fans. And I want to hear where you guys think that we should go on this. You've got three options here. Here, mm. here is the bet. Bet $25 on the Rockies to win one of their first three games on the money line. And regardless of whether they win or not, you're going to get a $5 free bet for every home run the Rockies hit in that game. Mm. So my question to you guys is, which pitching matchup, in that first series, do you like for the Rockies to hit the most home runs on? So they probably mm. they probably got Lance Lynn going game one, right? I believe Lance Lynn, Mike Miner in game two, and I believe you've got actually they haven't named a starter for for Sunday. It could either be uh, Kyle Gibson, could also be former Rockies legend Jordan Lyles. Uh, oh, sign all, me up. But if all things line <laughs> up, uh, it would be former Cy Young Award winner Corey Kluber at the three spot. So you've got some, you've got a former Cy Young Award winner, and then you've got a former and current Jordan Lyles 
those are two extremes right there. Oh, man. Uh, but also, like, I would rather face Kluber than Jordan Lyles because we know that the Rockies always <laughs> oh, get true. just mystified by their own former, um, you know, fail- failures. Yeah, yeah, he, he's in their head for sure. On on those, I'm probably taking uh, Mike Miner. Honestly, he's had a few more ups and downs in his career. It's a little bit weird because the Rockies are so left-handed heavy, but with the DH and with a few of these additions they've made to their roster this year, they're better equipped to go up against lefties. Story and Nolan crush left-handed pitching. Uh, You figure Elias Diaz, Matt Kemp being on the roster, uh, your choices of Garrett Hampson to give maybe a guy a day off in the outfield with Brendan Rodgers at second. Now that he's hopefully, you know, got his sea legs. No, no, no. His mountain legs underneath him. So I I apologize for the last five seconds. Um, but, yeah, they, they just have more opportunities there. And and I think also um, David Dahl, Raimel Tapia, and Charlie Blackman have for the last couple of years been really good at not letting left-handed pitching eat them alive. Um, Blackman's been up and down with it. Um, Tapia has no splits whatsoever. Uh, so I... I I would probably go with the Mike Minor one. Crazy that they didn't allow him to change his name to Mike Major once he got called up. Just really brutal, especially when it's a sport where you have players to be named later. It's just... Right. Like, he was supposed to be named later. He got to name himself Major later. (laughs) Minor infraction, possibly. Yeah, it is going to be Corey Kluber on Sunday. Yeah, I like that. He's too too good. I would actually... I would I would tend to lean towards uh, the opening day start, Lynn? And, no. and 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 that's going to go ahead and, and and open up another can of worms as far as just your opening day bet with Marquez against Lance Lynn. I just like all those young lefties in the lineup to be able to mash, and as soon as they uh, the Rangers go to one of their lefties in the pen, all right, line change. You get Hampson, you get Owings, you get Matt Kemp in there and i think you could do some damage to that rangers bullpen because they're a little young a little unproven that's going to be their one you know weak spot i think because i kind of like i I like texas to to do real well in the al west this year but on opening day i think it'll be it'll go the rockies way man actually it's one qualifying bet per user per game, so you can get in on all three if you want, or at least Boom. two of the three. But you got to, you do have to place a twenty-five dollar bet on the money mm-hmm. line to be eligible. So, um, you know, uh, Patrick, it's funny you said that. I, I thought maybe these opening day um, adrenaline might help you a little bit here. Like everyone wants to hit a home run on opening day, you might mm-hmm. have a little bit of more. Uh, um, liberal swings at the ball just because, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. you just got out there, you haven't been on the field in so long, you just want to hit one a mile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, it's the first, you know, game in, in, in major pro sports in the U.S. Yeah, I see you MLS. Yeah, I, I see you, you know, <laughs> I don't. women's professional soccer. <laughs> I see US. that. Cool, yeah. yeah. NASCAR, oh, yeah, you you exist, I get it, but if we're if we're going to be real here for a minute, it's it's all about baseball. And you know, you, Ryan, you said you you like a lot of the offensive uh, side of of some of the bets that you can make for the Rockies. I actually I was digging through, and I'm I'm tending to to see some of the potential leaders in strikeouts this year. And there's a couple that you know give you some decent lines, like a Lucas Giolito, uh, sixteen to one, Robbie Ray, forty to one. Need I uh, remind you that he's got a 12.1 strikeout per nine. Yeah. 
rate over the last three years. But Herman Marquez, 100 to one in strikeouts. Mm. Now Boy. it's going to be you know it's it's going to be a lot harder to do when you're not facing the pitcher. You've got the DH. But keep in mind, in the last two seasons, he has the 13th most strikeouts in all of baseball, and he missed his last five starts last year when he was at his best. So they 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 pulled that that string a little bit early on him so he could have been much higher up on that list so you like a guy he he's starting opening day and 24 years old bingo <laughs> and he's starting opening day so he's going to get right. you off on that right note right away right. and and maybe the rockies do go with four starters this first week cuz they got an off day on monday and thursday so they yes. immediately go back to marquez and again he's your guy that's going to get those say 12 to 13 starts yeah. Do you, guys have, do you guys have any intel on whether or not the Rockies or other teams, uh, or, or maybe I guess it would be most important for the Rockies in this scenario, are the Rockies going to let pitchers go deeper into games knowing they're going to make a lot fewer starts this year? I think they're going to play that a little bit by ear, but yeah, I think just Bud Black is a guy who trusts rhythm right. in pitching. If a guy's going real well, He's going to let him go deep. Now, I think you'll be quicker with the hook on the other side of it, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's kind of a tandem. You have the to dudes be. Go, right, you just have to be. But I think, yeah, I, I think particularly Bud Black, and particularly with the Rockies, whose top three pitchers are 28, 27, and 25, um, I, I think, yeah, he's, you know, you don't want to run the guys into the ground, but, like, there's a limited possibility to do that in 13 starts over 60 right. games anyway. So, Marquez, Gray, and Freeland all pride themselves on being workhorse guys. Um, yeah, I, 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 so if Marquez particularly is going well, no reason not to let him throw yeah. 90, 95 pitches in a game and go eight or nine innings if he can. You also yep. have only three weeks of this summer camp, so you know they're not entirely at, at, at opening day strength. It won't happen early. Yeah. The weather is going to help them out real nice. It should get them loose. Hopefully no cramping. We have seen that before, of course, at Coors Field, but with uh, the 30-man rosters for the first two weeks, I think, if anything, Bud's going to err on the side of caution and say, you know what, i got to see what i got in this bullpen and gives guys some opportunities. So he's going to want to use up some of those guys in the early going because after the first two weeks is done, you got to shave two guys from the roster. And after the next two weeks are done, you need to shave two more. So he really needs to know what he's got in the bullpen. What's the pecking order. And I think at least in this early going, you're not going to see those starters, you know, go too deep Good point. because they're not ready. And because he needs to see what he's got with those 10 relievers hanging out in the pen. All right, you, you guys are going to hate this one, but I have to mention it because I really like it. There's a prop on DraftKings right now under short season specials. Ooh. Any team to win 45 or more games. Now, I threw your little calculations into my calculator, uh, Patrick. That comes out to 121 and a half wins in a normal <laughs> season. But this is not. But, and this but is not, not 162 games. This is you just have to be hot for 60 games. In fact, you just have to be hot for 45 games. Uh, really, being honest, Fair. and uh, I think that someone's going to do it. I think someone's going to get out to like a 15 and 0 start, and, and then they're you know going to have the uh, an easy path to this. I think there's 
I think that this whole season is going to be weird, and I think that one team is going to be really dominant. Uh, I'm not bullish on it enough to go for the any team to win 50 or more uh, games at plus 8,000, but 45 <laughs> at 20 to 1. You know, it's not like I'm saying this is a likely outcome, but I think it's more likely than 20 to 1 uh, to happen. Ryan, I would agree with you uh, if a team had to win 121 and a half games. But, of course, again, we're, we're doing a math lesson here. The five rounds up. So that's 122 wins. A little <laughs> bit harder. A little bit harder. You know, and when you go back and look, the record time. is 116 wins, right? That's So basically, to, to have 45 wins, um, that is a 750 winning percentage. Ever, yeah. 750. That's happened one time by the 1906 Chicago Cubs, who actually didn't win the World Series that year. Most recently, the Mariners in 2001, they won 116 wins. That would have lost you your money. So it's for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know, man. I think this season's going to be weird. I think that some teams going to get re- going to get a little aggressive with their pitchers. Um, you know, if they have three really good starters, I think you might see a lot of those guys, which can totally change. You're not, you're not counting on a fifth yeah. starter to get you in. This team basically has to win five out of every six days uh, to make this happen, to stay on pace. Uh, but I think there's going to be some 10 game win streaks in there. So um, for that reason, I'm in. <laughs> According so, to my projections, your two realistic candidates would be the Dodgers and the Astros, both projected to have 42 wins. So mm. just barely. And if I got a 42 and a half, I might, uh, I might be a little more bullish on this. Man, 45 seems like a lot. Someone's going to get hot, no. I'm telling you. Yeah, and so, the argument there is like the 116 teams, those teams that are really hot, they always kind of fall apart that last month and a half, right? You're right. getting ready yeah. for the playoffs, right? They slow right. down, everything kind of kind of dies off, and they don't beat a record. No but one's going to so, be 20 games in first place this year. Right, right. Basically, to win those 45 games, you would, you would have to be almost Deion Sanders caliber of an athlete without the swagger. Like Dion picks it off and he looks back, he sees he's got twenty yards and he's stunting the whole way into the end zone, right? <laughs> just, just the whole if you gotta do it, right? No, Maybe a little Merton Hanks. But but you do that if you've got a big lead, right? You yes. to have forty five wins, you can't look back. You just gotta keep pushing through and teams just don't do mm-hmm. it that way. The way guess- the uh the Dodgers finished was it seventeen? Yeah, the way the Dodgers finished twenty seventeen, they went on a stretch where they may have gone 45 and 15 15 uh i i don't know mm-hmm. that i would go for for any particular team to do it but there's one other element of this that i've also factored into why i think the rockies are going to have a good season i think we're going to see an inordinate number of teams in fact i think we've already started to see an inordinate number of teams quit on the year earlier than usual mm-hmm. whether it's yeah. because you know, guys are getting sick or just guys are less willing to risk it once the season's going down the toilet. Mm-hmm. More people start opting out. The, it's just not there. The, you know, the, the trade deadlines just, you know, it, it feels like it's halfway through the season, but it also feels like it's just a couple of weeks away. So you're already in sell mode two weeks into the season. Mm-hmm. If you're not a good team, you start selling off pieces. I think there's just going to be more quick. Like the team that's had the most number of people opt out for this season is, as you might expect, the team that won the World Series a year ago, the Washington Nationals. I think that, you know, there are certain, there are guys out there who 
they've done what they've done. They've made their money. They've had their success. And this is more than any other season. If it starts to go ugly, some guys are going to quit. And the Rockies don't have any of those guys. And there might be another team out there that's even more talented. I'm trying to think. I'd almost feel like it'd have to come from a, a bad division. A team gets really hot in the AL Central or something and right. just comes out. Twins. Yeah, like the Twins. Actually, I could see the Twins being the team that wins 45 games because they have to play 40 of their 60 games against a division that I think is really bad. And, yeah, so I, I don't know who it would be, but I could absolutely see all those teams just quitting on the season. Yes. Oh, man, you just talked me into my own bet more. I'm going to end up putting an irresponsible <laughs> amount of money on this 20 to 1. <laughs> I feel like Patrick just talked us into much better value in Herman Marquez leading the leading the league in strikeouts. That yeah. way you put down a buck, you win 100, you know? Easy breezy. That's 100 to 1. Yeah. So I'll put down 100, Ryan, and uh, Let's we'll go. talk in two months, baby. <laughs> it's, yeah, there, there, are picks, there are bets out there that are locks, but right, they're not going to give you that value. Like Mike Trout, the over-under for, for him hitting home runs is 15.5. That's equivalent to 43 home runs. He hit 45 last year. Mm. They just added Anthony Rendon to the lineup. So that provides him a lot more protection than 43-year-old Albert Pujols has in the last handful of seasons. So that one you can almost guarantee is a lock. It's only going to win you a $100 bet, so it's one-to-one. But again, if if you're looking to make that shmoney, that's the way you got to go. Man, I just and again, you know, buyouts are in play uh, in all of these. At least I expect them to be. You know, we don't really know the algorithm in which that DraftKings offers buyouts, but I think you know if a team starts out ten and one, um, that they might want to buy you out of this bet. Uh, so, uh, just something to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, it's uh, always be responsible with these things. And as Andre likes to say, just sprinkle it. You know, just give it a little love, just just in case. Words of wisdom from a professor. And it's an honor and a privilege to have a professor on the show today. Of course, a very particular kind of professor that's helping out in a very particular kind of way. If you want a little broader spectrum of education to help you out in anything you got going on out there in life. You're trying to start a new degree. You're trying to finish an old one up. You just want a new skill, a little extra enhancement to your life. You got to go to MSU Denver online. Check out their courses. Check out their classes. They have got responsive teachers. They have got an education that is built around online and not just trying to figure it out right now. You go to msudenver.edu slash online. There's something that's going to be there for you to help you figure out your way through this crazy, crazy world of ours. They got super engaged teachers, extremely responsive to emails and questions and concerns, can help you build a rapport inside the Denver community. A ton of alumni, whatever your field is, they're going to be able to hook you up with people so you're not just getting the education and the degree potentially, but they're helping you toward the next step in life. Again, check out everything they've got to offer for you at MSU denver.edu slash online and while you've got that brain enhancement going on you take your big brain power over to the DraftKings Sportsbook app of course we've been talking you through it all day today we've been giving you these bits of advice on what to do as the season is coming up here but you can only take advantage of that advice if you've already downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app if you haven't done it yet do so and use that promo code 
DNVR because you can get a sign-up bonus of up to a thousand bucks. It's really, really cool. You know they've got all kinds of special bonuses for you. They've been, uh, as we've been running through, they've been very responsive about uh, having all kinds of Denver-based bets for you. So get on this app. It's a great way to have some fun, make some money, or just, you know, have a little bit of skin in the game. It makes it that much more fun when you've got a little something to win yourself along with the sports that you're watching. You must be 21 or older, Colorado only, bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to 500 bucks. Deposit bonus requires 25 by playthrough, restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details, and if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. All right, gentlemen, what are... Yeah, I know, right? Now we come to the big stuff. What what are our our locks? All right, what are our picks? With the, our our special bits of advice for the people, we gotta run a little bit deeper here. I want us all to come up with a lock. And I, I just you, gave I just gave you my lock over forty five wins. <laughs> okay, don't okay, so don't listen. Okay, and even if it's one we've no. talked about already, uh, my lock it, is absolutely the Rockies over twenty six and a half. That's that's my uh, that's what I'm riding on. That's friendly. That's friendly for sure. All right, if if my pick of the week, my DraftKings pick of the week, since we want to win some money here, is for the home run leader, and it's a little bit outside of the box. Uh, because his his career high, I think, is maybe 38. That was last year. Is Anthony Rendon? Hmm. He's in Mike Trout's lineup. His home run rate has improved somewhat steadily almost every year. He's now has that big contract, and he's playing with Mike Trout. Yeah, and he's playing with Albert Pujols, so he's going to get a little bit more protection than he has in the past from an aging Ryan Zimmerman or a 19. 19- 20-year-old Juan Soto. Mm-hmm. So I really think Anthony Rendon is going to is going to benefit from having an off day once in a while where he can just go to DH and just stroke doing that rather than have to play third base. And I think he's ready for very much for a breakout season. Again, he hasn't been a a huge home run guy where you can guarantee, you know, guarantee and lock him in for 40 home runs every single year but he's a guy that has always produced offensively he last year was his first appearance as an all-star and again he got paid this offseason and i think we're going to continue to see that trajectory and in a 60 game season when just about anybody can hit close to 20 home runs anthony rendon is your guy and at 100 to 1 that's (laughs) serious payout Oh, I got Ryan's attention on that one. You did, yeah. <laughs> yeah wow. Started with that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You, Patrick, you've come, you've come with the thunder. Only great value bets. We'll, uh, we'll see if they work out. But you're, uh, you're going to force me to make a lot of irresponsible decisions in the next couple of days. So credit to you. A <laughs> hundred to one, man. That is, that's a deep cut. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm taking the, uh, the Marquez strikeout bet. I think that's, that's got to be my lock. That I'm. I'm gonna go hammer that one. We're giving out hundred to one locks here, baby. (laughs) I know, right? Like, look, it's a lock, baby. Lock it in. It's and again, it's like not even. It's bad. I I think actually the 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 bigger lock or whatever is RK's advice here about um, watching these bets and and looking for the payouts and 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 all of this other stuff. But like, um, you know, Mark. Marquez is gonna finish top five in strikeouts. I'll tell you that much. So it's just you know. 
Uh, will he do it? You can never guarantee, but it's such a good value. Um, and, and he's come pretty darn close before coming into his prime. I just think he's he's set up to have a huge year. Be interesting if it came down to like a final game where the Dodgers already have a spot locked up and they rest like Walker Bueller or right. you know, some, right. some scenario like that. But the Rockies are still trying to make that push and have to put Herman out there. And that gives you that extra like eight that you needed to win it all. That'd be does any, amazing. Does anyone else absolutely hate Walker Bueller? Uh, yeah. Obviously. I cannot stand, <laughs> like I think he might be my least favorite person on the Dodgers. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. No, I, um, my I who Justin I hate Turner's most on the still. Dodgers is a pretty pretty deep power rankings. I don't know. <laughs> Mike Muncy is way up Talk there. Oh. Turner, yes. I hate. I mean, Turner is the guy I despise the, the most. Yeah. How when he was whining about getting quick pitched, he lost that was me there. Hilarious. You know, you talk about that scenario in which maybe some guys have to be held back because it's like, you know what, rest up a little bit. We'll skip a start, go to the playoffs. A team that's going to really be scrapping for everything because they're they're on the cusp of one of those postseason teams is the Arizona Diamondbacks. And again, you talk about guys who could potentially lead all of baseball in strikeouts. Robbie Ray is one of those guys. And now he's got Madison Bumgarner at his right-hand side, two lefties in the exact same rotation like that. Lefties in the right hand. He's averaged 12.1 strikeouts over the last three seasons. Again, it's 40-1 to bet for him to do that. And, you know, any team that's going to be one of those wild-card spots – it's so likely. We've we've seen it happen a few times at game one sixty three. There's gonna be game there's gonna be a handful of game sixty ones this year yeah. to break those ties because there's just less games. It's just more compressed. So you're gonna have those extra games and they're gonna go to those teams that are on the cusp. Not a team like the Dodgers, but a team like the Diamondbacks, a team like the Rockies that are gonna get that one additional start that can push any of their starters up and over that number for most hits, home runs, or in this case strikeouts. Well, Dre, what's your plus 100 or your 100 yeah. to 1 lock of the <laughs> lock, year? Total lock. I'm going, definitely I'm going hella safe on this. Uh, <laughs> if there's a pick I feel as bullish about as the Rockies over 26 and a half, it's the Padres under 30 and a half. Yeah. And hearing um, Patrick say nice things about the Diamondbacks and us say nice things about the Rockies makes me feel even more so. I just, you know, talk about public perception. That's a team that the seam heads have been telling you for a couple of years. Hey, they're coming. Hey, you know, they've got uh, Manny Machado and they've got Tatis. And, you know, look, they're still a ways away. As uh, Drews told you guys on our podcast, that pitching staff is a disaster. Having their number set at 30 and a half is just ridiculous. And you could get it at even money. So you can really hammer that under. Um, and piggybacking off of that, Drew mentioned it, the Washington Nationals team that's really having a lot of dropouts i feel like they feel pretty accomplished um not you know they're teams that feel like hey 60 game season we can rally this can be our opportunity other teams are going to feel like hey this this season has an asterisk anyway rest up no no reason uh you know endanger anyone's careers we've got a long way to defend that chip for real you know in two years i think the nationals their numbers at 33 and a half i mean that's pushing it there for a team that just might not have their hunger and might be lacking some of their better players because they've had some dropouts. I like the under there to be a fairly safe bet. And Rendon just left, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. That's right. Guys, sorry to do this to you. I know we're trying to wrap up here, but I got another hundred to one bet. Oh, let's go. I went through the archives here. 
I got a spreadsheet. I'm a spreadsheet guy. I like to stay organized. Yes. So this guy, he won the Cy Young Award in 2015. He was fifth in the MVP. Last year, kind of got screwed over a little bit in free agency, so he had to sit out half a year until after the MLB draft in order for him to, to get paid ultimately. Did relatively well with Atlanta in that short season. Still had a two-war. He's going back to the American League where he won that Cy Young Award. He's looked amazing in camp. He's going to pair really nicely with Lucas Giolito, who's done little to nothing in his career. Yeah, he was sixth in Cy Young voting last year. But he's 18 to 1. If you want 100 to 1, go with his teammate, Dallas Keuchel, the 2015 AL Cy Young Award winner. He's getting paid like an ace. So now you take that bet, lay the money down, and you're going to win like an ace. Wow. 100 to 1 just sounding better and better every just, time. Those are the only ones. I've the nailed them all. Any yeah. of the other ones? Kaka Garbaggio. These are the ones. I love that bit because, again, it, you've always got to remember it's about public perception. You're always betting against that public perception, yep. and people have forgotten about Dallas Keuchel, uh, well, because he didn't play for half of last year <laughs> for, for really weird reasons. So I love that's a good one, Patrick. That, that's quality. All yeah, right. and it's not quite a hundred to one, but I think Nolan to lead the league in RBIs. We touched on it earlier, but. You know, this is a guy. Uh, Always a quality bet. You know, reliable. If lots of guys are on base, no one better to bring him home than than Nolan. And if he gets locked in because the Rockies are just like an unstoppable offensive machine, he's going to do it pretty easily. And that's a plus twelve hundred, so that's decent yeah. value right there. Yeah, I also think generally Nolan, Nolan, and more Nolan. Mm, yes, take the like Nolan is playing for all of the things, whether he's playing for his next big gigantic contract for another team, or he's playing to prove that he needs more help to get in here for this team, or if he's just playing to prove that he is the best third baseman who's ever stepped on a baseball field. He's angry and motivated, but not angry at his teammates, and they are gelling out there. The guy hit seven home runs in five summer camp games. Um, and no, it's not just because the Rockies pitching is bad. Nobody else hit three home runs in Rockies summer camp. Uh, the, the guy, it's just, if, What's if, if anybody's going to hit, you know, people talk about, well, somebody hit 400 this year because it's 60 games. I could see Nolan doing something like that, even though batting average hasn't been his calling card in the past. I think this dude is locked in. 18 to 1, Nolan to lead the league in home runs. He's on pace for over. Uh, he was on pace to break Bond's record just in those five games. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, no, he won't get to face Daniel Bard every night, but still. <laughs> nice. I mean, everyone's got a Daniel Bard out there. That that's true, though, and it's just like <laughs> for every guy who loses his focus for a second. And that's the thing: it's like all the things that we've been talking about. Anybody potentially losing their focus in a season where there's going to be a hundred times the reasons to lose your focus. Nolan's the guy who just won't. Um, I think he's going to have a monster, monster season. Hold on. Let me just – oh, actually, no, this isn't any player. Dang. I thought there was a line out here on any player to hit over 20 home runs. but There was at one point. I didn't remember seeing that. They don't have Nolan uh, over 20. And I'm going to say no. 
You're going to say no. You stay away from that one. Again, Nolan's in, number in a short at 14 season. and a half, though. Yeah. Oh, it, they do have Nolan. Yeah. At 14 and a half, yeah. I mean, you know, you can do 20 and 60. That's 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 doable. But, again, you you play that out over a full season. That's 54 home runs. We've only seen that happen twice in the past decade. Jose Batista in 2010 hit 54. Uh, and you got uh, Giancarlo Stanton in 2017 hit 59. So, if you look at it from that perspective, it's hard to do, but it's a shortened season. So, again, yeah. if you want to have some excitement and you just want to root for that ball to fly and you also have the element of the, what the baseball looked like last year yeah. and you have the element of baseball saying, hey, you know, Oops. Uh, ma- yeah, making, making a phone call statement? to that Rawlings <laughs> factory that they own and just say, hey, guys, I don't know if you know, but we really need to make our game a little bit more exciting. So maybe when you tighten up those seams, Give a little bit of extra juice into those bad boys, and maybe the ball's flying out like we've never seen before. Once again, I might go ahead and hit all the overs on these guys, <laughs> and, and not because um, of anything you just said about the baseballs, but because I think that, that these are way too low. I, I think what they're not um, factoring in here, they're they're trying to do what you're doing, what you were doing earlier with the times two point seven thing. And I just don't think that this season is going to shake out like that. I think it's going right. to be like arcade ball for 60 games where just guys are swinging for the fences. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, you mentioned Nolan hitting five, seven home runs in five games, right? Yeah. Now, again, I realize he might not do that. But his line is set at 14 and a half. If yeah. he hits five home runs in eight games, he's a third of the way there with, you know, 52 games left in the season. Yeah. Right. That's right. right. Yes. That's and, it. That's how that math <laughs> yeah. works. And I'm yeah. with you, RK. I, I think there. Will, I think the game will be played differently. Uh, you're talking about a bunch of guys who are used to the marathon, and uh, they're going to be sprinting, and some of them yep. are going to be better at it than others. And I do think Nolan's one of those types of guys. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see how guys like Murphy and Blackman respond to it because they're so dialed into the marathonness of it. But I'm sure we've seen. I bet at some point in his career, Nolan's hit 20 home runs in 60 games. Oh, for oh, sure. Because yes. he goes in these slumps, and that's the only right. The only way for his numbers to balance out to what they are, are for his slumps. Like last year, he had the worst month of his entire career in July, and he still ended up with his best overall offensive numbers of his career, which right. is crazy to think about. So if he just is never given that opportunity for that big slump if he starts hot. If it's those first 60 games and he's never given the opportunity for the 20 where he usually goes into the big hole, boy, you could see some absurd numbers. What, what did guys Cargo like could do stuff like that? Right. What did Cargo do that one year after the All-Star break? That's the craziest one. No, it, it was, I think, the first two months of the season he had hit five home runs, mm-hmm. and then the last he hit 40. He had 40 yeah. home runs in June, July, August, September. Yeah. Uh, 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 that, w- yeah that was the craziest stretch. That was to the point where you could predict if a guy missed his spot, Carlos Gonzalez would hit a home run. Or how about Tulo in September that one year? 15 home runs in 15 consecutive games. <sighs> Someone's going to – I mean, people are going to be doing that all over yeah. the season. Like, not that – maybe not to that degree, but 10 home runs in 20 games, you know, like uh, that – that's on the table here. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, when you're talking about Nolan, you're talking about a guy who's mature enough to go, all right, if I go 0 for 3, 
do the math. That's like I went 0 for 9. Oh, crap. I, I should retire. Look at this slump I'm in. It's like you just didn't get a hit for one game. He's intelligent enough to, to kind of make that separation and go, all right, cool. I got to go out tomorrow and do well. And if I go 2 for 3, it's not like I went 6 for 9. I need to grind out my fourth at-bat because I just have an opportunity to do that much more. So, yeah, there's a very good possibility we could see a lot of the overs. I think Cody Bellinger and Bryce Harper, they're both at 14.5 for home runs. Those are locks to be over. They're not going to pay you very much. They are not because um, I think for Bellinger it's minus 117 and Harper it's minus 104. So you gotta you gotta you gotta pay some money to make some of that money there. But I think those are pretty close to locks as well. Man, uh, yeah, I'm adding Nolan over 14 and a half to my list of locks. Yeah, that's a lock. I think we can agree wacky season and all. It's also a lock that one pitcher will have a no hitter. And you yep. can get that at plus one fifty. So that's no way free money. No way on that no. one, Andre. Oh, really? So here's the thing: it's it's it doesn't say a no hitter will be thrown. It says that a pitcher will do it. So yeah. it's got to be a complete game. Oh, it's, it's, it's that much be harder. I think. Complete I think it's going to no be that much harder to do. You know, there's there's. Mm, I still think someone will throw. There's it. only there's been nine no hitters in the last five years. Oh, wow. Six of them were complete games. So that is an average of one per season. But we're not playing a season. We're playing a third of a season. And the pitchers aren't ready yet. They're not ready to go oh, nine innings. You've got that wacky, on wacky stuff. Wacky stuff. We'll In the see. National League, they now have the DH and not the pitcher hitting. Mm. There are elements there. I love the idea I of being. Away. I love oh. the idea of being in on this bet, though. You could bet or, no minus two fifteen. Oh, yes. you can. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I would do that. Yes. I love the idea of being in on this bet and like watching, uh, you know, MLB Network when they cut in in the eighth inning, and uh, you <laughs> yes. know, every time it happens, you're like on the edge of your seat because you care a bunch ra- rather than. You know, when it's the Rangers and Athletic, you just don't care if the guy. Right. You're like, oh, I hope this guy throws this no hitter. I guess, but being in on this one would be kind of fun. Oh yeah, anytime you and get the no no over, yeah. beautiful. Your significant other walks in like, "Why are you watching this Twins game?" Like, "Shut up! This is big. This is big." Yeah, exactly. Patrick's rooting against a guy to throw a no hitter. He took the under. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's yelling it. This guy has a no hitter. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call the press box and be like, "Can I talk to your scorekeeper, please?" <laughs> that should have been that should have been a hit, not an error. That was I called an error in the sixth error. inning, and uh, <laughs> no. All right. Well, good stuff. If you want more good stuff like this, you got to make sure you're checking out the DNVR Bets show Monday through Friday, usually right at five o'clock on their live channel. Make sure you're following on YouTube and all that. You can get advice on all kinds of sports. uh, And they they still, I mean, you guys are crushing it on KBO and stuff. It's got to be nice to have like actual baseball and and all these actual sports coming up. Uh, It's going to be be cool to bet on players we've actually heard of. (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) <laughs> can't wait uh make sure you're following them on social media what is, on just add andre simone and at ryan kongsberg nothing yep. fun and special and interesting that's nope. right fine we're yeah. fun and special and interesting intrinsically <laughs> all all by yourselves there of course, aesthetically you know, you follow us on all the social media at patrick d lines after cruz matt dnvr underscore rockies make sure you're subscribed to the dnvr.com don't want to miss any of the articles that we've got coming out for you, getting you excited for this season, breaking down how the Colorado Rockies are going to look, what they're going to be up to, how this is going to play out, and then getting ready to actually do the thing to, after 10 months almost, report 
to you on baseball games that count. And if you've got your DraftKings Sportsbook app downloaded and you're following these guys' advice, they can count more than just in the scorecard. They can count in your wallet, too. So thanks, guys, for joining us for this today. Everyone out there, make sure that you continue to be absolutely awesome. We will continue to be RK, Professor Dre, the Math Magician, Patrick Lyons, Andrew Creaseman. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark.